Hello, everyone. Thank you for taking the time to join me and listen to this recorded message. My name is Alan McGill, and I am a Senior Supervisory Special Agent with the Pennsylvania Attorney General's Office of Public Engagement. Now, that's quite a mouthful, isn't it? It would probably be a good idea to explain all of that to those of you whom I have not had the pleasure of meeting before. And let's start with my long, cumbersome title, Senior Supervisory Special Agent. Well, that just really means that I'm a law enforcement agent. I still have arrest powers. I can still do investigations. It's just that now I work in the Office of Public Engagement. And just to give you a little more background about myself, I started my career back in 1987. So for the past 30 years, I've been a professional investigator. I became a police officer in 1995, which is where I really cut my teeth in undercover narcotics as a member of our department's drug task force. And like most young cops my age, I wanted to be in Miami Vice, to be Don Johnson and buy kilos of cocaine, drive a fancy car, and arrest drug lords. But what I found was that the work was far less exciting than I had expected. They didn't give me a Ferrari, nor was I working in a tropical climate surrounded by sandy beaches and blue waters. The work was actually dark, dirty, and dangerous. But those are stories for another day and another topic. After I joined the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation, I worked there for about 20 years. And I did just about every job that you can think of in that section. I was an undercover narcotics agent. I worked in the drug diversion unit. I was a member of the methamphetamine clan lab team. I installed wiretapping equipment, did financial investigations, and many other jobs. And about two years ago, one of our senior attorneys invited me to join the public engagement unit, which is where I work now. And I did so because I thought prevention work was one of the most important things that we could do in law enforcement. Attorney General Shapiro has put forth our Office of Public Engagement to help put information into your hands as citizens of Pennsylvania so that you can help protect yourselves. And I've been traveling around uh, the state, as with our other specialists, doing this kind of work for all the citizens. And one of the most important things that we do is we talk about scams. So as many of you probably have heard me give scam lectures in the past, we're going to start doing some of these in recorded form, at least for right now, especially because we're in the midst of the COVID-19 or coronavirus pandemic. We can't visit your facilities, but that doesn't mean that we've forgotten about you or that we've stopped working or that we want to make sure that you get the right information so that you can help protect yourself. In fact, a lot of folks have been taking advantage of this pandemic and using that as a way to exploit the situation so they can gain more of your money and your identity. Unfortunately, criminal organizations, they don't take a break from pandemics, and they don't respect borders, and they're still after our money in the same forms. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to do some of these recorded messages for you, hopefully give you an opportunity to hear some of this, and hopefully I can describe it well enough for you so you get a good visual picture of what these scam artists are trying to do right now. So our office is working to combat these issues, and we just have to do it differently until we can get through this together. So over the next couple of weeks, hopefully we'll be able to send you some more of these recordings, however long it takes. So let's start with today's segment, which involves a coronavirus scam that's been going around. If you have heard me speak in the past about scams, you're probably familiar with how scammers will often engage in mass email campaigns or telephone texting campaigns where they attempt to trick you into providing personal information or to have you send them money via a gift card, wire transfer, such as MoneyGram or Western Union or others. And this new coronavirus scam that I'm talking about is an official-looking letter or email 
The letter looks really official with colorings and logo design. It has a seal on the top, mimics the Department of Treasury. And in the left-hand corner of that Department of Treasury logo or seal, you'll see where it says Department of Treasury or 1769 on the bottom. To the right or center, close to the center, it appears to be what is letterhead. And it states that it's from the Department of Treasury Bureau of Fiscal Service, Washington, D.C. Very official looking. Looks exactly like it might come from a government office. And in fact, the scammers uh, probably took their cues from the government letterhead that they had obtained to make it look this official. The body of the letter sounds official too. It has a recent date, and in bold, it might have the words coronavirus stimulus check. So if you see where I'm going with this, they're trying to entice you into believing that you're going to get a stimulus check if you respond to this email or this letter. The body of the letter will then start out with your name. Uh, it'll have a date, and it'll also indicate that you are qualified to receive the coronavirus stimulus check. And let's face it, with the financial strain that we're in right now because of this healthcare pandemic that we have, a lot of people are going to be very tempted to respond to this, um, which is exactly what they're hoping to accomplish. So in that body of that letter, it's going to tell you you're qualified for it. And then it's going to turn around and it's going to have a link. And if you click on that link, then you're going to be taken to another page that is going to ask you for more information. Now, just below that link, if you ignore it for now, You'll see in red letters, so it stands out from the rest, that they're going to inform you that the fastest way to get your stimulus check is to, through a direct deposit. And they're going to request that you provide information about your checking and your savings accounts of your bank. And if you do that, then they're going to have access to your account and your information, and then they're going to have access to your cash, which they're going to steal. If they can get you to click on the link, then they can get maybe you to provide some information to them too by filling out some forms. So maybe they don't get your banking information, but if they can get that far, then maybe they can get some additional information about you. And lastly, clicking on that link could also expose your device to any kind of malware or virus that they might put on that computer so they can get information that way too. So it's really sort of a three-pronged uh, look at a, a scam that's going around right now. And if you think about this, this is really something that's very vulnerable because people do need the cash. We have been looking at these stimulus checks now, and hopefully that the government will get that out to us to help a lot of Americans. And what these guys are doing is taking advantage of that very system so they can prompt you into doing that so nobody misses out on things that they're actually going to need. So if you do receive something like this, it's best that you just ignore it you delete it. Uh, you can report it to our Senior Protection Helpline. And that number for you is 1-866-623-2137. That's the Attorney General's Senior Protection Helpline, 1-866-623-2137. And you can report these kind of scams to our office so that we can keep track of them and hopefully share them around the state to keep everybody safe. So that's what I have for you today. We'll get something out to you real soon about more scams that are coming and more tips to help protect yourself. In the meantime, stay healthy, stay safe.